You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 26. Have you ever poured your blood, sweat, and brain cells into a fabulous lead magnet, then jumped for joy when people started opting in, only to scratch your head wondering why the heck they didn't actually download it? What gives? Well, that's what we're talking about today on The Marketing Funnel Show. Welcome to The Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Hey there, and welcome to today's show. I've got to say, I love hearing from so many listeners of the show. In fact, a number of you have asked me if I'm going to be opening my free Facebook community back up. And you know what? I've been thinking about it now that I have this podcast out. So we'll see. I'd love to hear from a few more of you just to see if you're interested in it. Okay. First off, I need to start off by thanking so many of you for jumping into iTunes to leave me a rating and review. You know, that's how iTunes decide which show to make viewable and which shows to pretty much like delegate to their basement, right? (laughs) So a big shout out to all of you who've jumped in there and done just that. I wanted to take a minute and read a few of these before we jumped into today's show and let you know that I also appreciate all the listener email and Facebook messages I've been getting. Crystal recently reached out to say, hey, Michelle, just I just listened to several of your podcasts. You're really good. Just wanted to thank you for sharing your experiences. So thank you so much, Crystal. I really appreciate those. So on our iTunes, uh, sometimes people use their names and sometimes they have, you know, handles. So on iTunes, Barb Shim says, nuts and bolts value served up with lots of smarts. Thank you. So thanks, Barb Shim. I love that. And on iTunes, MI Wedding says, Michelle has a lot of knowledge and I honestly believe she gets where the frustrated pursuing answers entrepreneur is coming from like me. She's taken time with me personally, like she talks about in her show, in building her tribe. A genuine teacher is so great to find. Love Michelle's show. Thank you so much. And then TRCO9 says, instant clarity on funnels. I was pretty confident on what I needed to do to build my list, but Michelle's no-nonsense instruction helped me instantly understand the missing piece between a list and a consistent, predictable income. Thank you. Listen, I so appreciate all of you who've taken the time to leave the ratings and reviews. And if you haven't had a chance to do it yet, it takes just a minute and it helps tremendously. And I will try to be a lot better about shout outs in future shows. All right, let's move on to today's show because we're talking all about lead magnets. You've got one, right? It could be something like a PDF download, a quiz, an audio file, like maybe a meditation or a recorded training. It could be a video file, like a tutorial or some other training. It could be a free trial, like if you've got a product that people can test out. Side note, if you've got chocolate to trial, especially like dark chocolate around 72 to 82%, I would love to trial it for you, but no weird flavors. I'm a total chocolate purist, or as my husband calls it, totally boring. If I get a box of chocolates with mixed flavors, you know, like 
with cherry fillings or other really unidentifiable things that I won't know until biting into them, forget it. I just want the plain old delicious dark chocolate. And my husband says that's really boring. All right, back to the topic at hand, lead magnets. So recently I've gotten a few emails from listeners about their lead magnets. One email in particular sparked today's show and it's from Alana. So Alana writes, hey Michelle, just curious. I know there could be a million reasons, but why do people sign up for my lead magnet and then forget to download it? They receive an email right away with the link to download. Many of them are even opening that email, but they don't click the link in the email. So they don't get anything other than my email saying, here's your download. It's weird. I then send a follow-up email 24 hours later saying, hey, just wanted to make sure you don't miss out on, and then the name of her lead magnet. Here's the link to your freebie. Sometimes they even open that email too, but they still don't click the link to download my freebie. I'm just kind of wondering what's the point of signing up for it and then opening the emails but never clicking the link to actually get the thing they signed up for. Since I'm running Facebook ads and paying for these leads, I want them to be engaged and feel that I'm providing great value. I want them to take advantage of the freebies I'm offering and I'm confident that my freebies are awesome. Thanks for your help. Okay, Alana, and anyone else who's in this kind of situation, this is such a great question. So let's dive into this a bit more because it sounds like there are three critical pieces missing from this puzzle. And if you have this going on in your own marketing, so you have, you know, a lead magnet that maybe people aren't engaging with as much as you'd like, you might have these three pieces going on for you too. So let me break this down for you. All right. Puzzle piece number one, framing your freebie. So think about how a frame around a picture dresses that picture up and helps make it, you know, really make a statement on the wall so that you notice the picture in a whole different way. That frame makes you stop and take notice because it's saying this picture is really important, like pay attention. Well, how you frame things in your marketing funnel can do the exact same thing. And in your marketing funnel, of course, you're not using actual physical wooden frames, you know, for your ideas, but you do need to frame each step in your, um, in your marketing funnel with keywords, with hooks and with stories so that your audience feels like it's an absolute no brainer to take the next step because you framed each step along the way. And this doesn't just happen. Let's talk about what makes running um, to what makes people want to run and download your freebie an absolute no brainer. And yes, you really do have to frame everything, including and probably especially the first freebie thing that you're giving away because people are super busy, super skeptical, and hmm, they've got short memories. Um, You know, if you've ever been on one of my webinars, you may have heard this story, but uh, a number of years ago, back in 2013, I, I I landed a guest blog post on The Brazen Careerist. And, um, and the guest blog post went bananas and tons and tons and tons of people opted in for my freebie. But honestly, <laughs> um, a lot of them either opted in, got the freebie and opted right back out, 
or opted in, got the freebie, and never again opened another email from me, or opted in and, like, forgot that they opted in. Like, <laughs> and and it was totally my fault, and part of it is that I didn't do these three things. Like, I didn't frame it well. I just, I'd, like... I thought that my freebie was so hooky and so cool that everybody would just be flocking to it and want it and that would be enough, but it's not true. And if I would have framed it better, it would have helped a lot. Um, and so if you're having if you're having this issue, framing is actually a really important concept. And part of that is the words that you choose. And it's not just the words for the title of your freebie. It's it's the words that you use in your email. It's the words that you use on your landing page. You've got to choose the right words to anchor your freebie as something that is juicy, valuable, desirable, and that will get them one hidden benefit right away. You want the words that you choose to get people nodding their heads and jumping out of their chairs to refresh their check for email button right now. So if the page that people see after they opt in for your freebie says something like, confirmed, go check your email box for an email from me. Or, you know, if you are doing double opt-ins where it says, hey, you know, thanks for requesting the freebie. Now you need to go confirm that you want this freebie. Like, you're not effectively framing your offer at all. In fact, you're gonna lose a lot of people because you're not gonna inspire anyone to rush off and frantically, you know, make sure that they've done all the steps to download your freebie. But if your thank you page is inspiring, it can literally make people run to go do what you want them to do. And um, and I know you're probably skeptical of me right now. And I, one of the best people that I've ever seen to do a double opt-in really well is Bushra Azar from the Persuasion Revolution. You can check out, I'll, I'll link to her in today's show notes at uh, themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 26. Um, but you can check her out at thepersuasionrevolution.com. She's got a really cool double opt-in that says, so after you go opt-in for her thing at thepersuasionrevolution.com, her um, double opt-in page says, you are so in, dot, dot, dot. Well, almost. I'm not quite sure. I'm quite sure you didn't do this by mistake. I mean, who signs up for a revolution unknowingly? Not you. So be a sweetheart and go click on this link we just emailed you so there are no doubts. If you don't, we will, you will miss out. So this is how she's framing it. If you don't, you will miss out on a lot of awesomeness from our side. I'm in your inbox waiting. So you can see, even with a double opt-in, she's framing like, you're gonna wanna run and do this right now because there's a lot of awesomeness. And before you opted in, she had framed it really well as well. So do you see how that frame, even for her double opt-in, is much cooler than just, hey, before we can send you anything, you need to go you know, click the link. It has the hallmarks of hitting you right in the feels and getting you to take action so you don't miss out. Nobody wants to miss out on anything. Now, and I don't want you to go steal Busher's copy, but hers is one of the best double opt-in examples I've ever seen. So I wanted to use that as an example because what could be more boring than having to do a double opt-in, right? And yet, still, you can frame it in a way, as Bushra has shown, that gets people to take immediate action, my friend. 
Okay, moving on to puzzle piece number two. Here's the thing. Curiosity killed the cat, but not your open rights. Listen, science has proven that your brain on curiosity is the same as your brain on drugs, your brain on thrill-seeking activities like race car driving and bungee jumping, and a lot of other feel-good activities out there, if you know what I mean. In fact, you could go look up for yourself um, some of these scientific studies because there have been a ton of them done on this topic. One of my favorite studies is by Dr. Reganath, a psychologist at the University of California, who ran a series of experiments that found that the human brain remembers information better when we're curious about it. And not just like a tiny bit better, like, you know, multiple times better when we're curious about it. So what does this mean for you and your marketing? You've got to know what makes your audience curious. You've got to crawl inside their brains and then use that curiosity to engage them in your content. In other words, you've got to tease them. You cannot tell them. You see, and and what I mean by that is not don't ever tell them stuff. Like, of course you'll tell them, but at first you've got to engage that curiosity. You see, when you just tell your audience stuff before their curiosity is engaged, they'll only listen with half an ear and two brain cells. And then they're going to forget what you said faster than when you asked your kids to pick up their dirty sacks off the floor. Or maybe that's just me. But when their curiosity is engaged, it's a whole different ballgame. In fact, Dr. Reganath and his team found that our brains literally light up in the pleasure and reward area when we're curious. And because of that, all sorts of good things happen. Like we remember things, things we remember, you know, um, we make memories that feel good. We're excited. We feel, I mean, if you think about it, if curiosity feels like the same thrill seeking as if we're bungee jumping or race car driving or, you know, getting buzzed on our favorite drink or whatever, we remember, and I buzz, not like totally crazy drunk. <laughs> we remember things better because we're excited. It feels like we're doing something a little adventurous and daring. It feels like we're on it. We're we're discovering things. We're we're figuring things out that other people don't know, and so we want to do more which is so good for your audience and for you. It, it seals in the learning and the memories. And if you think about your content, you know, it, it's just a way to make your content really engaging. And bottom line, if you take a look at that first email that you send, are you telling your audience or are you teasing your audience with what they're going to uncover and discover? If you're telling them it's a total buzzkill, if it's gonna, you know, you're gonna drive your open rates down and people are gonna be like, oh, okay, that's great. You know, it's here when I want it and then they're gonna move on to the next thing. And so one of the things that you can do is do a lot more teasing. You're gonna see your engagement with your content jump a lot. All right. 
So we've covered the first two puzzle pieces that you can try out right away. So puzzle no piece number one, again, was to frame the action you want your audience to take. Frame it up for them about, you know, why it's important to go do it now. Puzzle piece number two is to use more curiosity to tease your action into or your audience into action instead of telling them. So let's move on to puzzle piece number three, to craft their journey. And I'm going to be honest and raise my hand here because this is something I resisted for a long time in my own business. Crafting a journey for my audience by creating content in multiple formats. The truth is not everybody loves a PDF. Not everybody loves a video. Not everyone loves an audio. You know, not everybody loves, I don't know, a quiz. Like you have to have a lot, not everybody loves a challenge. Like you have to have lots of different kinds of, of opt-ins. But you're going to significantly increase your chances of reaching a broader audience if you incorporate more formats, not only in your um, opt-ins, but also in your follow-up series. So here's what I mean. If you take my quiz, which marketing funnel is right for you, you're going to get the following. You'll get a, you're going to take a quick quiz to find out which funnel is right for you. So you're going to get a quick results with a fast and easy outcome for people, right? So you'll get something that feels personalized. It is personalized, but it's going to feel really personal to you. And it's going to be a quick hit of like, okay, here's your result. Then you're also going to get a share funnel that you can, you can um, download and use right away. And then you're going to get video training to lay out how to use the funnel, no matter what software you use. And then over time, you're going to get introduced to the podcast. So there's, there's, um, soft, you know, there's, um, software that introduces you. There's your, your outcome of which, which, uh, funnel is right for you. There's video training that walks you through it. And then there's audio. So there's lots of different formats that I give to people. So I have multiple opportunities to introduce my subscribers to an, to, um, to lots of different angles of my lead magnet so they can engage at the places that feel really good for them. And I'll tell you, you know, some people go back and watch that video multiple, multiple times. And some people never open it, but you know, they, open the share funnel multiple times. So, you know, it just gives people the opportunity to uh, engage in what makes the most sense to them. And when people opt in for my lead magnets, they also automatically get added to special Facebook audiences to get some specific ads from me so I can target them with ads on Facebook and Instagram too so they can get different um, content from me there. And that way I'm going out of my way to ensure that I'm staying relevant and top of mind and engaging them. Plus I'm taking them deeper on their journey from the problem they originally were looking for an insight into, into a potential solution that I have for them. So to wrap this up here, if you notice people opting in for your freebie and then kind of dropping off a cliff, you're not alone. I've actually had this happen to me and I learned the very hard way that it takes a lot of work and really thinking through the journey and experience you want to create for your community to truly engage your email subscribers, helping them to decide if they want to go deeper with you and become a client. But it's a journey that's worth really engaging with and creating because the people who do become a client, they're going to love you and they're going to feel like you really get them. 
I've just laid out three quick things that you could do. There are a number of other things you could do as well, depending on how deep you want to go. So hopefully, Alana, this answers your question. And thank you so much for asking it. I really appreciate you reaching out. Listen, if you have a question like this about your own marketing funnel, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at michelle at michellelevans.com or head on over to Facebook, which for me is facebook.com forward slash Michelle L. Evans official, or I'll link to it in today's show notes and you can message me. I'd love to hear your questions, your feedback, and your comments. All right. If this episode had you feeling like you may want to revisit your own lead magnet to spiff it up a bit, or maybe add a new one to your arsenal, I've actually got a really amazing free challenge just for you called four days to fuel your sold out business. This is the fastest way to create your client attracting profit producing marketing funnel during this free challenge you'll discover the 10 business killing reasons lead magnets flop and how to avoid them. You'll also learn the five qualities of a client attracting profit producing lead magnet so that you know exactly what to put in yours. You'll uncover the five fast, simple, and free hacks to quickly discover your irresistible lead magnet. So no more hoping, guessing, or trying to come up with one. I'll show you how to find your next next blockbuster lead magnet in just 15 minutes. And then you'll gain exclusive access to four professionally designed templates that you can swipe, change and use right away. So no pain for a designer, no waiting to get your lead magnet done. How cool is that? You can kick indecision, overwhelm and uncertainty out of your business forever. Get all the hacks, shortcuts, tips, tricks and more to easily attract a steady stream of clients into your business. And all you have to do is sign up at michellelevans.com forward slash the number four and days, four days, or just go to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 26. And I'll link up to it so that you can just click over and sign up. It's a great challenge. Lots of videos um, that are really, really short. I kept everything short so that you only had to spend 15 minutes a day on this and worksheets that uh, are super fast and super easy to do. And if you're just getting started with marketing funnels or want to discover which one is right for you, I've got a quiz to make it super fast and super easy. Head on over to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 26 and you can take the free and easy quiz in less than five minutes. You will know exactly which funnel is right for you and your business. All right, join me next week for episode number 27, where I'm going to dive into yet another listener question. Until then, enjoy your week. 